What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Orange and Blue Thing. That right there, that's Darren Meenan. What up? I'm Brian Ernie. That is Lizzie right on the other side of our Hello. proverbial glass. What the hell are you guys laughing at? I have no idea. And I know what I'm smiling about. <laughs> what I'm smiling about, my friend, is that since we've last done our little program here, the New York Mets, they've not lost a ball game. I said that last week. Sick. Well, I didn't say that, but I said, um, what, said what they I would say? not they, be they, back in second place this year, which I hope is very true. So far, so good. Hey, and if you're watching in the comments today, we did have a little bit of an audio issue last week that we corrected during the program. But if we sound good tonight, please let us know in the comments. I've been tinkering around with the board. Just want to make sure so you guys can actually hear us nice and crystal clear tonight. Uh, dude. How was that? I, it's fantastic. <laughs> and, I mean, can you believe what we're witnessing here? Ten and one. Uh, a healthy lead in the National League East. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah? I called it. <laughs> yeah? No, nah, I mean, no, nobody really could have predicted this. But obviously, you know what I, what I hate? There's only one thing to hate right now. What's that? And it's the people telling other fans, don't get too excited. I mean... Why can't we be excited right now? I What's go, wrong with being happy and overexcited uh, right now that this is going on? Because if you can't enjoy yourself uh, with your team being in... First place, the best record in baseball, a healthy lead right now over the Nationals, who is supposed to be the uh, the top dog in the NL East, and it's us. So let everyone enjoy themselves. Cheers I, to that. I certainly friend. am. <laughs> there you go. Cheers, Shout out brother. to Lumberland as always. Um, How we sound? Are we sounding good? What yep, do the comments say? I got two text messages from two separate people. And We're sounding good. Lovely. We are sounding excellent. Gorgeous. Sounds wonderful. Glor uh, glorious. Isn't that a wrestling glorious. word? Glorious. Yes. It is. A, it is a wrestling word. Nice you know, transition there. Yes, it is. And we should talk about this. Obviously, what's up with that guy's teeth? Whose teeth? The guy that says glorious. Bobby Roode. No, no. Who's the guy that does the delete? That's Matt Hardy. His those are fake, right? Yeah. I mean, there's no way that, that I, I, mouth I, is maybe real. He's, are they chicklets or what? Ask, what's ask, wrong with uh, them? Ask, just, ask Queen Rebecca. She's a Mets fan. Oh, she tried out for the calendar. She, she did didn't indeed. make it. Hopefully, she wasn't too disappointed. So you know, we we have a line right inside the Hardy compound. We should ask. I know for a fact that you were not interested in this whatsoever last weekend, and I heard that you muted all wrestling words, all wrestling <laughs> keywords. Uh, <laughs> Well, and it wasn't. I wasn't even really like. Let me change the angle here because I did read some sub. Some people were like sub. What are they called subtweeting. Subtweeting. Yeah. Some people were subtweeting me that I was like trying to talk shit on wrestling, which right. I wasn't. I just didn't want to read it all weekend. That's okay. And you know, nothing against you or anybody else. I'd rather not like not be friends. I'm not trying to unfollow Brian Ernie's account. I see. I see. But I'd rather you to just so I don't have to I read this it. all the time, and that's cool. I was more pumped up for Sunday Night Baseball than instead of reading about the Undertaker, you which know? is totally fine. So, I was. I was. Mostly spent most of my time on the Mets game on Sunday as opposed to WrestleMania. But still, WrestleMania was fun and, and enjoyable and way too long. Um, but it was it was it was good. I, 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 I missed a few of the, of the, of the uh, a few of the things I was supposed to mute, but I got a good, healthy six, seven. I was taking suggestions. Yeah. So whatever. Okay, uh, not cool. to shit on wrestling, please. But I was I was too excited about the baseball season. It was baseball weekend. It was a lot of fun. It was a mania. It was a fun weekend. It was fun weekend all around, obviously, because they swept. You had your uh, you had your favorite company outing you know Com the, family well, company family outing. company outing. well you texted me on sunday yes. i was on my way to the coliseum i'm like i'm at the barn dude i can't you want me to post a blog yeah, yeah. we couldn't so, so unfortunately you called it the barn by the way <laughs> so happy with i that. know my shit you do. so i couldn't post the blog and then i guess we just didn't post it at all because by the time either of us got to computers kind of yeah. just too late so right. i don't know who wrote that one so sorry to one of the riley guys. i already apologize sorry riley 
Uh, yeah, we haven't given the guys full access to the site yet to go crazy on Sorry. their own blog post. I, we should say that the site is clicking on all cylinders. I hit you up a couple right days now. ago. I was like, wow, like these numbers. It, it was Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday's numbers were nuts. Yeah. And it was also the, the we dropped the camo jackets that day. But blog-wise, in general, the numbers were through the roof on Monday. I think, I think I'm think i really proud of the content that, that a lot all of great the, traction. Yeah, the guys and girls are producing. And, and I think it's been fantastic so far. Um, obviously right after that Sunday night game, Tim wrote that very interesting piece on Monday about Yo's swing. Um, we had a lot of interesting stuff up there today about Wheeler, Adrian Gonzalez. Um, you know, a lot of really quality work. Um, you know, and, and, you know, we could tell the peeps at home, uh, you wrote a, wrote something to the bloggers today and you said, you know what, you can go anywhere for Mets news. We want to have a little bit of a different spin on it. So we're not trying to do game recaps and stuff like that. So if you don't check out the blog, maybe check it out. If you're listening afterwards and you don't know about our website, the Uh, let's give a quick shot. Actually, you know what? We've got to tell the people that are watching live at home, share the show right now if you're watching on Facebook. Retweet if you're watching on Periscope. The Mets were nice enough. It actually got, I think, overnighted. It came today uh, from the Mets. So yeah. the Mets actually hooked us up with the, the giveaways for this weekend that we can give away on the show tonight. So nice. we have uh, Friday's Free Shirt Friday, the DeGrom shirt. I don't know. Are we going to do this on the, as the share or the retweet? You decide. Oh, let's do that as the retweet. All right, so if you want the DeGrom shirt, retweet right now. If you want the glove for the Sunday, the Family Sunday giveaway at the ballpark, uh, share the show right now. You can do both, whatever, if you're watching both. And uh, at the end of the show, around 6.55-ish, we'll select two winners to win this, thanks to the Mets. So thank you, Mets, for sending that. If you don't win and you want to go to the ballpark, Friday night uh, is the Free Shirt Friday. Saturday is the Fireworks Night, if you're coming with the Seminole Army or just going in general. Um, It's a post-game fireworks show, and then Sunday is the glove giveaway. So, um, anyway, the uh, let's give another quick shout out to the podcasters, uh, not podcasters, the listeners of our podcast. Because yeah. I know a few episodes ago we talked about maybe giving shout outs to the top ten countries mm-hmm. that listen, because you know this is a global show. It is. It's global. Uh, so, <laughs> top ten downloads this week: USA, obviously holding down the top spot. USA, UK, Germany, Israel, Canada, Australia. Taiwan, Sweden, Indonesia, and the Dominican Republic are the top 10 countries this week. So shout out to all you guys that listen afterwards, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all that good stuff. You mentioned the DR, and we should shout out our buddy Steve Gelbs because, I mean, and Nick, uh, Nicky G Money, did an amazing review of which uh, is called Los Mets. It, to, it uh, I'm sorry, it chronicled the ascent from the Dominican Republic of Ahmed Rosario and Jerry's Familia and, and looks at the Mets Academy down there, um, looks at what a lot of Dominican players go through to come up, um, come to the States and play professional baseball. And it was remarkable. And I've said this a million times. Please, please. I'm sure this was, you know, a high budget expense or whatever. Uh, do more of this stuff. I know it's cheaper. SNY, you're talking to. Yes, SNY. I know it's cheaper to do, oh, yeah, and beer money and whatever. Give us more of this stuff or just give us more Mets content, less talking heads and more of this. Because it's got to be pretty pricey to send out the squad. It's got to be, but I mean, you look at the stuff that Yes does and even just center stage, which I think uh, Michael K is an amazing interviewer on that. Just even that stuff, man, that's the kind of stuff that Mets fans want to see. And that's who's watching your network. And this was so brilliantly done. And, sh- and Steve, who really, you know. I, Nick said it. You're so used to seeing Steve in the rain delays, you know, with, with guy. The yeah, yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. finishes yeah, yeah, yeah. or, you know, as the field reporter. First of all, I think he's a brilliant field reporter. But this was this was journalism. This right. Was, right. This right. was fantastically done. So great job to Steve and everybody at SMY and everybody who was involved in producing that and shooting that. 
fantastic. And if you want to watch the replay, head over to uh, either Gelb's account. I'm sure he has it. Maybe it's maybe it's even pinned on his profile on Twitter, mm-hmm. or just go to the sunline.com, click the blog. We actually embedded the SNY replays from YouTube directly into our our uh, our website. So um, just another quick shout out. What do you think besides um, obviously cities and towns in New York? I don't know if you read the rundown there, but where would you think we get the most downloads in the country? See, I would think it have to be somewhere in the tri-state area, besides New York. I was surprised because I thought maybe Florida. You know, so, you know, a lot of transplants down yeah, in Florida see that. that listen to the show on right. replay. But number four was you know top three were New York uh, towns. Number four is uh, San Diego. Wow, took in the number four spot wow. for downloads. Well, I guess that shouldn't be such a. Maybe you made a massive impression <laughs> with your uh, parade through downtown San Diego over there. Maybe, maybe we, we did. See, there you go. <laughs> so there it is. And now you see. All you have to do is stop traffic, and they <laughs> start listening. So I, we have a call. Do you want to go to this call real quick before we get too uh, deeply into sure. it? Let me make sure we're ready for this call. Uh, hold on. All right, we got John in Brooklyn. What's up, John? Hey, what's going on, guys? Let's go Mets. Yeah. Uh, I just want to talk about, uh, you can sort of tell this Mets season's going differently because a guy like Michael Conforto, who started the season hurt and was supposed to, you know, not be in the lineup till May, you know, is already healthy and, you know, hitting. Usually the opposite would happen. If a guy says he's coming in May, you don't see him until August or not at all. So that's just a good sign that uh, this season's, like, just different. No, it's true. And, and you know, we talked only- about that, you know, earlier in the season when we were talking about Conforto's injury, you had said, you know, May is, a, you know, is, is yeah, wishful thinking. Sky, You're like, blue well, sky then stuff, it's the all-star yeah. break and then it's the run down the stretch. But yeah, I mean, I think everyone's happy to see him back, obviously, and he's contributing right Not away. Not only seeing him back, but he got a big hit against the lefty last night coming off the bench. I mean, that just makes him so much stronger. And then obviously the, the opposite field home run off Strasburg. Uh, I just like so that he even said, I want Strasburg. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, and then he took him yard. Hell yeah, that's the, that's what you want. And I love that it was like, oh, he struck out in his first at bat. It was like, oh, Strasburg obviously right, wanted right, too. Right. So what, man? That's what it's all about. Like, here's my best. You got your best. Let's go. So, so I, I recognize his voice. Is this is this actually Salazar? Yes, this is Salazar. Oh, what's up? Because Lizzie man? just wrote John on the paper here. I wasn't sure, sure if it was Salazar. Dude, you got something big cooking soon, don't you, for your for your podcast? Yeah. Yeah, for Marvel Movie Marathon on April 26th, me, Miles, and Dart the General, we're coming to you live uh, at 10.30 p.m. at Catch Astoria cool. in Astoria, Queens, oh, nice. where the QBC was. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, Goon helped us book the place. But uh, that's the day probably the biggest Marvel movie of all time is coming out, Avengers Infinity War. So me, Miles, and Endart, we're going to be reviewing the movie live in front of an audience. So if anyone who's... You that know, big into the Marvel movies wants to come out. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, tweet tweet uh, the Orange Blue Thing account. We'll help you spread the word, buddy. Yeah, for sure. All right, dude. All right. We'll, we'll see you on Saturday. Thanks, man. All right, talk to you later. Awesome. Bye. Our buddy Salazar checking in. That's cool. Hell yeah. Be a fun um, thing. Yeah, so uh, why don't we tell the people about these fine chairs we're sitting in tonight, Mr. Dude, Ernie? They are keeping me so comfortable. It's such an upgrade, no offense, because, you know, you furnished the set here. Out of I the, thought I did a pretty nice job, but we did, got you did we have some really cool job. neighbors out here on Long Island. So. We do, we do. So always keeping us comfortable. Now on every single show are our buddies at Zip Chair. They're right in Comac. Uh, they are awesome. And for our listeners, they are giving 
20% off, which is remarkably generous, I think. Just go over to zipchair.com slash OABT and use the code OABT20 for 20% off anything you see here. So, I mean, you talk about a man cave dream right I want, here. I want this uh, recliner. And Seriously. With, with 20% off, that's a nice deep discount. Dude, so. you need to get it, and I need to live vicariously through you. Do you think because... maybe we can get, like, maybe we can get 25%? I don't know. I don't know. I, can we I, get I, a, new, a new set for our little lounge room? The green room area? Yeah. Which is actually a green screen now. People well, call it, like, oh the waiting God. room is usually a green room, but well, see, it now, actually is a green room. Especially when, when we get these big guests that finally come in studio. We're going to have to make him comfy in our speaking in the zip of, chair. Speaking of big guests, i got to tell you something I'm working on for next week. I am very excited. Ooh, <laughs> I, I am very too, excited. I, I don't care what it is. Too. Anytime that Darren gets, you know, starts to kind of spin the wheels. That's it. <laughs> I, uh, things, good things oh, happen. I did talk, we can tell people about this. Um, O'Quinn from the Knicks. Yes. I don't even know if I told Lizzie this. I yeah. don't know anything. He ordered a Roosevelt jacket on Monday. Sick! Yeah, there pretty cool, right? Yes. He's a big Mets fan. He actually goes to a lot of games. He was on opening day. So uh, that's pretty cool. So, well, Maybe we'll try to get him on the show. He's, he's from Jamaica, Queens, too, and now he's playing for the Knicks. That's and, really awesome. That's and, awesome. And he's looking for a new boss right now because uh, uh, yeah, Jeff you know, Hornacek. You know the, uh, the, the uh, Jets manager is the longest tenured New York manager at Bulls? Todd Bowles, yeah. Is that crazy? It is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. And I thought one of my teams would be maybe changing some personnel uh, in the front office, too. The Islanders this week, but they did not. Elaine Vigneault got the axe. Yep. So it's, uh, it's crazy. And I heard that the players didn't seem too heartbroken over that. That's what they were saying. I think Elaine is a, more, of a, uh, more of a veteran kind of. What's the guy? Wait. Wait, Doug Wade is, is the. Oh, look at that! I'm coach. learning, bro. Yeah, see, so you're yeah, right I'm there. I'm learning. You're right there. Dougie's uh, Dougie's got a a summer ahead of him, and uh, and so does Garth Snow. So we'll see how that goes. So if you want some of this free stuff, we're giving out thanks to the Mets. Retweet the show if you're watching on Twitter. Share the show if you're watching on Facebook. And if you want to join the convo, six three one three eight eight five one nine five is the number to call to be on with Brian and I. Lizzie will screen your call, and uh, you could chit chat with us. But you know what? Let's talk about the best thing about this past week and that is obviously this beautiful site that i have on the screen right now the Mets are 10 and 1 with a 0.909 winning percentage the the braves which are actually surprising me a little bit are in second place yeah uh phillies not phillies actually have a better record than the nationals well you know what it is (laughs) here here it's here are two things right here the braves are going to be good uh, you know, and eventually, I don't think they have enough pitching to be good. And you see what happened to Brandon McCarthy yesterday as he was reaching back to get a ball. Like, uh, he was covering first base. First baseman flipped him the ball. He reached back and dislocated his shoulder. Had to pop it back. In That's so Mets. And, but, this is, but this is great, right? He goes, he covers first base. He gets the out. He pops out his shoulder. He pops it back in, walking around like normal. And his wife tweets, yeah, all this happened, but you still can't do the dishes. What's up with that? Which I thought was <laughs> fantastic. I thought it was fantastic. Did you see that golfer last week? That like a hole in one running backwards, like yeah. broke his ankle or something? Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Crazy. See, you got to be careful. Look at the brawl last night. You, know, you got to be Ooh, careful with these. So well, let's tell good. the people what happened before you went live. It's always when you're just messing around. Yeah. You I see always... this license plate behind his yeah. head? This thing? It fell on his head just now. Yeah, just no, I know. I heard, I heard, heard a, a crash. An earthquake <laughs> in the room. I got the, I got the, the hard Ernie head. <laughs> which I have passed down to my son with a big, strong head, so I was impervious to pain. But the Mets at 10-1, and one, uh, looking great. Um, I think that, obviously, Atlanta, I don't think is for real quite yet. The Nationals should give it a run by the end. I mean, the National, to me, the National sweep was, you know, the, the key of these 10 wins yeah, so far. I mean, massive. sweeping the, Bra- the, the Marlins is obviously great as well. You want to beat your division. 
it should be pretty expected, not expected, but you should hope that you're going to beat the Marlins. Um, you know, but something about that team, they're always a thorn in our side. Mm. Always. always. They turn it up a notch when they're playing the Mets for whatever reason. And last night, which I thought they were probably, I thought they were going to lose that game. Right. They were getting no hit into the thing until the sixth or seventh inning. And, uh, you know, the, the Marlins pitcher, that was his first ever career start. Mm. Madden Lee yanked him out. Mets got the you know got the ball rolling and won the game. But uh, if they had won, if they would have lost last night, obviously it's still a very very successful start. Mm-hmm. Nine and two is still beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they really got to put put the pedal to the metal. And tomorrow when they get back into Queens and playing the playing the Brewers, start yeah. it back up two or three. Just keep going two or three. What I loved is last night had moral victory written all over it. Right, Zach Wheeler looked good. You know the five aces took their turn in the rotation. All right, we'll get out of Miami winning two out of three. It is what it is. You know, we'll have the off day, whatever. No. This team just does not. They refuse to go down like that. I tweet a gift like the Goonies. Don't say, never say die. It's true, but it's true. And, you know, for all we talked about this, and I said it to uh, maybe Anthony DeComo, that in, or maybe maybe it was Josh Lewin, that in this post-Saber world, it feels like chemistry. It was Josh. It feels like chemistry is a dirty word. It's not. This is real, guys. Like when you. Oh, have... and I thought I thought um, uh, not to cut you yeah. off, but I thought our, our Agon was supposed to be so bad in the clubhouse. Right. He's not. Yeah, well, he's Adrian, jumping money. He's Adrian wearing the salt Gonzalez. and pepper T-shirts. He's in. He's on board. Seriously, Adrian Gonzalez, Todd Frazier, Jay Bruce. These are professional baseball players, man. These are guys who've been around a long time. That stay calm. They don't get too high. They don't get too low, and they get the job done. And that's the kind of stuff that starts to become, you know, emblematic of a team. It, it permeates throughout the clubhouse, and that's what's going on right now. Because it's not just about the Mets completely outplaying uh, their opponents. They aren't completely outplaying people. They're hanging around. They're taking advantage of their opportunities, and they're winning baseball games. Did you see the tweet? I retweeted it. Was I think it was the MLB Network or MLB Radio or whatever? Uh, Francona reached out to Callaway yesterday, yes. texted him, and said. You you know what? It's really not this easy. Don't get used yeah. to it. Ten and one is kind of unheard of. Uh, but you know, so far Mickey's pulling all the pulling all the right strings, pushing all the right buttons, whatever you want to say, and things are going very, very right for the Mets right now. Yeah. And I liked his his post game last night, but whatever it is, the interview afterwards, and he said, you know what? I'm really excited to get back in front of our home crowd. Obviously, people come out for opening day, mm-hmm. but the, the the games after that were kind of chilly, and this weekend's supposed to be beautiful. So I actually wrote something last night, and after I clicked send. I'm like, that is so unlike me. I don't think I've ever wrote the word lit in my life. Yes. But I was like, City Field's going to be so lit this weekend. Yeah. And it is. You know, it it, is. I feel like if there's not, there's got to be so much juice right now. Uh, and people are pumped up. So, well, here's this. Get excited. If you're going to be there tomorrow night, all right, leave the Shake Shack until whatever, the middle of the game. Get in your seats when this team hits the field. And like Mike Barron said on Twitter today, Stand up and give this team a standing ovation. Yeah. All right? This is the first time they've gone on a road trip and swept an entire road trip of that lane since 1991. Okay? I was, I was starting second grade the next uh, <laughs> two months from then. All right? So let's – I mean, this is a huge, huge development early in the season that nobody really knew what to expect. Let's talk about the rest of the uh, rest of the month, though. There's 16 yeah. more games. Uh, I don't know if we're quite going to be, uh, you know, breathing down the neck of the of uh, the tiger. What was it, the Tigers? What was, who had the best re- best start ever? The, it was like 35 and five or something like that. I don't know. It was like I, 84 or something that. like that. It was 84, right. whatever. Oh, it was. the 84 Tigers. Yeah. Okay. So uh, they started off tremendously. World champions. They do you, do you think that great. people won't cheer? No, no, no she, I think she, he means I'm like, saying like that get there I think early. People are saying get, get like super psyched. I'm saying get, get there early, early and give them a standing ovation yeah. because yeah. because it's so 
you see how the crowd goes. It's a Friday. You're fighting the traffic, right, and all that stuff. And you get hanging out McKellar. You're going to McFadden's. Yeah, you're going yeah. to McFadden's. You're going to McKellar. You're online for Shake Shack, whatever. You get to the seats kind of in the bo- top of the first, bottom of the first or whatever. Yeah. All I'm saying is, is when this team hits the field, it would be great if, you know, there were 25,000 people already in their seats, you know, standing up and cheering for them. But, yeah, no, you, I mean. You made me want to just go and buy tickets. <laughs> so you go. Well, that's why. So <laughs> See, that's, that's a good promo right there. Let me ask you here because I got it on the. done. I, we're going I, to the game. I got on the screen here. There is 16 games left in the month. Mm-hmm. What do you really see them doing? You don't have to say, like, you know, win, win, loss. But yeah. 16 games, what do you think? Based on the opponents, right, you want to take uh, two out of three at home, right? So if you were looking at a four and two home stand, the Braves, look, the Braves are good. And it's hard, uh, you know, right now. They're not, I don't think, a perfect team by any stretch of the imagination. And SunTrust is really hard to pitch in. You know, we saw it's a band box, right? So if you go two and two there, you got six and four. The Cardinals, they're a type of team that they already took two out of three from. Let's get two out of three if we're going to be for real, okay? So what do we got now? Eight and five. And uh, San Diego, same thing. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go you want to, and I think I would expect them to go ten and six. All right. I, I picked 11 and four. So I'm hoping okay. at the end of April they're 21 and five, which would be great. Uh, let's get to this call, though. We have John from Long Island. What's up, John? Hey, how's it going? What's up, John? Good, big, big fan, but a fan. My first shirt of you guys is right as my wingman. I watch every week. <laughs> There's only like eight of those. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. It's old school. Oh yeah. So, how much longer do you think we got to keep this pace up? How many teams? How many more teams do we got to beat till we start getting a little bit more respect with MLB TV? I don't know if you guys saw the power rankings. Uh, They're a did, joke. Yeah. yeah, they are a joke. I, I take those power rankings with a grain of salt. Right. Um, I mean, last night I think they put something up like they they, they showcased the Mets and uh, the the Red Sox first teams to win ten games. But you know what? I think Angels. Oh, Angels. I'm sorry about that. Uh, I'm not too concerned with getting the respect of the rest of the league or the media. I mean, like I was, I actually did a little bit on Instagram Live earlier, and I said, you know, obviously everyone knows that baseball is a marathon, not a sprint, and obviously we're off to a tremendous start. But let's let's see where they are in in a month or two from now, and if things keep up, then yeah, let's get a little bit more respect. But for now, I'm not really taking it too serious you know what i'll say i'll say this one obviously yeah the power rankings are one dude in uh, in mlb's office writing what he thinks or whatever i never get too riled up about that stuff because as you see it, it has no bearing on anything you know you see these idiots before the super bowl and i i got the patriots i got the patriots john. i got the patriots yeah thanks john i got the patriots and and uh and then uh well, the Giants won the super bowl you right, know what right, i mean right, so right, right. It, it means absolutely nothing it's it's total totally Picked out of the you know sky. what it matters if you would have put money down in Vegas before the season started, and then you know, then maybe you'll win something out of it and respect your pockets. But you as far what? as the rest of the league, and you know, and, what? And, you know the, respect me when there's champagne going in the clubhouse, and and you know we got. I was going to pop champagne tonight because this is a historic Not start. Not yet, but still, it's history. It's true, it is history, <laughs> but. You know, look, you go through, I think Tim Britton at The Athletic has been going through, uh, has been updating the teams with these kind of starts and how many teams made the playoffs and how many teams didn't and all that stuff. And I think of the 12 teams that started this hot, I think six of them made the postseason. So there's, you know, there's always a chance, right? But I'll say this. If you're going to play 10, 11, 12 games over 500 in April, well, you only really need to play just over 500, 500. baseball yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to pretty much hit that 87 win magic number mark, which pretty much means you're going to be a wild card for sure. Everybody right. who's hit 87 wins in the two wild card era has has made the playoffs as, as, as least a wild card. So, look, so let's talk a little bit. Not to change the subject. I was just going to really say quick. they can't take away the wins you already have. So, and that's all that matters. 
Yeah, we're, we're going to get to that call in one second, but I do want to talk about the last weekend series. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we did have to push the outing uh, due to that threat of snow. It didn't even snow, so yeah. uh, sorry about that to everyone. But, you know, you texted me the night before because you saw the weather was changing, and you said, you know what, either way, this was the right call. Yeah. Um, it was pretty poorly attended. It was 40 degrees. Uh, not that many fans showed up, but I was listening to the game. I didn't get to watch the game on Saturday, mm-hmm. and it sounded like a home game. It did. And, you know, the broadcast booth, I think uh, Wayne was filling in because uh, shout out to Josh, Josh last week. He was in London watching soccer. Exactly. Um, a lot of let's go Mets chants. Mets fans showed up big time. A lot of the fans that were going to come cheer with us ended up going anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that, you know, we contributed towards that noise, but Mets fans in general travel very, very well. Uh, Nationals fans are historically hey, did- known for not really showing up unless it's, uh, you know, the postseason. Did you re, uh, rename the brand on Sunday when I wasn't looking? Oh, the, the seven train. Yeah, my uh, my phone went freaking nuts on I Sunday imagine. night. But you know what? You know what? He corrected it though. He Matt cor- corrected it. Somebody right was away. probably in his ear yeah, right away. Sure. I got the tweet here because it was it was pretty funny. Uh, Matt Vaskersian. Uh, they showed a group of Mets fans. They go by the name of like DC Mets. I think there, there's a group of Mets fans that live in DC that go to the games. Uh, every time the Mets are in town and they had a little cheering section down there and he wasn't really trying to diss it. He said he started off was that's not quite the seven train army. Uh, So he wasn't dissing it because I guess he was kind of just saying like, oh, that's a cool group, but it's not the strong numbers that usually travel with the seven line army. Plus, there wasn't at that point when they were saying it. It was. It was. There wasn't a ton to cheer about. He wasn't. But he wasn't wasn't, dissing it. Right. He wasn't at all. And there were some people out there that I recognize from the section and everything like that holding it down. Right, 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 right. Including who we have on the line right here. Oh, we right? do. All right, we'll get, we'll get to him right so, in one second. So, yeah, anyway, yeah. I did a follow-up tweet there, and I was like, you know what? It's cool that he even knows it at all. Yes. And whether he was trying, uh, he wasn't really trying to talk smack, but yeah. he mentioned it. That's cool. And we don't go to the games to be men- mentioned, number one. Right. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't happen that often on TV that we get name-dropped, name but who cares? Um, he tried, and that's all that matters. Maddie's great, by the way, Matt. Matt does a good job. I care, and I got so excited when I heard it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's us! <laughs> All right, well, let's talk to one of the one of our uh, buddies who is out there for the games in D.C., Tom from Holtzville. Tom, what's up, man? How's it going, guys? How are you? Good. Uh, it was a great weekend. Uh, D.C. was uh, it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of Mets fans there, believe it or not. No, it sounded great. Had, uh, it sounded great. I feel like we outnumbered the Nationals fans quite a bit. I believe that. That's for sure. So, what was what was the experience like? Were you there on Sunday when they when they got the sweep? No, unfortunately okay. not. I had to leave for work. I had to be at work Monday and everything. But I was there for the Saturday game, um, and it was a uh, that game was good. Back and forth. Um, the momentum shifted a lot when Bryce Harper hit that bomb opposite field, but the Mets bounced right back. Um, I feel like one of the biggest plays of the game was that Lagaris uh, play in the outfield when he threw everybody out at home. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that silenced the crowd a lot. Um, and then once the Mets bounced back, every single time the Nationals scored, it was just like you had that feeling that the Mets were going to take it. And then, you know, familiar with the five-out save, yeah. uh, that was good. Yeah, it was, an awesome, it was an awesome game. Tom, thanks for holding it down out there, man, and thanks for the call. Uh, look, you know, he was right. Lagaris, uh, that throw was fantastic. One of the most under- I feel like they don't learn. Like people don't run, don't run on Juan. You know what? Like, make him make a play. Which which Juan I heard did. that afterwards. They were saying, you know, on days like that when it is chilly, make make guys throw. Make guys, you know, try to make a play. Which I was just about to say is something that Glenn Sherlock chose not to do, and it almost hurt the Mets there because he chose to hold up a runner at third base after. Uh, I'm trying to remember who hit the double in the corner. Maybe it was Cabrera. 
And uh, it ended up bringing Mats up to the plate. And I guess he figured, you know, you knew what was going to happen. And Mats was going to, they were going to walk whoever was intentional or I don't know. It was some, some kind of situation that got Mats up in that spot with two outs and he struck out. Um, but so that was obviously a big decision that, uh, that, that, you know, obviously didn't go their way. But again, fought back, becoming a hallmark of this team. And just kept grinding. The one thing I want to say about that game is people were all over Hansel Robles for giving up that home run. Did you see what Bryce Harper did on that <laughs> swing? The dude is already half That's of his, his only hiccup of the season so half far. Half of his body is already cleared through the zone, and he stays on it. You can see his head is still back here, and he hits the ball out the opposite way with like 40 feet to spare. The guy's a freak of nature. You give up a home run to Bryce Harper. Don't worry about it. You know what? I like the fact that Hansel Robles still is attacking hitters, and he's still going out, and he got the job done the other night. He, he worked uh, around a double, I think a one-out double in Miami. So good on him. I'm not going to kill him for that. Speaking of Harper, uh, you see he finally got an endorsement deal for like a hair product. Yeah, well, and it you came know, out right he, after. Drying his hair? Yeah. Well, you know, that was probably course, staged. Yeah. I mean, it was on sibling day a couple days ago. Uh, I guess his brother, I didn't even know his brother played ball, uh, was videotaping him. Pretend, like, I guess he was pretending to do his hair. I don't know if it was staged or not, but holding two hair dryers and doing his hair. I hope uh, it was And staged. then like two days later, he's, he's signed an endorsement deal. But, uh, you know. uh, and he's one of those guys. If he was on my team, I couldn't hate him, but I can't stand. Bryce Harper. Yeah, I agree. Did I tell you Harper was one of the names Kelly wanted to name Amelia? Really? And I vetoed it immediately. I was like, there's no way I'm calling our daughter Harper. I'll think of Bryce Harper all the time, and I can't stand that guy. One of my uh, ex-teammates, one of my former teammates, a very good friend, Andy Maravegas, uh, he did, him and his wife did name their daughter Harper. So there you go. So And all I think of is Bryce Harper. Does the management of the bullpen make you nervous at all, no. Mr. Ernie? No, it does not. It does for me. Okay. Let me tell you why. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I think. Let no. me tell you why. Okay. The, uh, we can't expect the bullpen to throw four innings a night. Uh, and I think that the starters got to go a little bit deeper into the game. I think Coach Poppy would agree. Yes. And um, you don't see as many complete games. We don't have Scherzer on the team. And we don't have five guys that are going to go eight, nine innings per game. But I think going to the bullpen as often as they – I mean, they have to right now – uh, is going to burn these arms out is what my thinking is. Uh, I know that uh, Mickey's reasoning is he wants the best guy at that moment to go in in that situation. He, like he said, he doesn't have a closer. He wants guys to throw their best stuff all game, and if they run out of juice, they run out of juice. But do you think that going to the bullpen as much as he's been in 11 games is going to be a downfall come May, June, July? No, not necessarily, because one, you, starters at this point in the season are not really conditioned to get to the 7th or 8th inning yet. You're going to rely on your bullpen heavy, more heavily in April, usually, than you're going to rely on it in June. You know, where the weather turns and the weather breaks and all of a sudden, it's 85 degrees at City Field. Well, Jacob DeGrom, you can push him into that 7th, 8th inning and, you know, maybe pass the 100-pitch mark. But right now, you want to make sure all these guys are healthy making their starts. I'll just say this quickly about how he's been, you know, utilizing and dispensing his relievers. Um, I think it's been brilliant. Um, you saw A.J. Ramos get in as early as the 6th on the last homestand. Um, you, saw ter uh, you saw Mickey. <laughs> Well, because I'm about to say something about Terry. You saw Mickey do something that I, with, I liked Terry Collins a lot. Bullpen management was not his strong suit. And here's the thing. Terry managed, okay, to make sure he won that day. Sometimes at the sacrifice of three days down the road. Uh -huh. He just did. As opposed to, look, I got to trust somebody I wouldn't normally trust here to win this game. To put Jacob Rame into that game in the 12th inning or whatever it was, 
on Sunday night when you're going for a sweep, when you told Familia you're not available tonight, right, you're right, not right, pitching right. tonight, which he said, look, if I tell – he told us, right, back in January, if I tell a guy he's not working that night, he's not working that night. So to trust Jacob Rame in that spot and then for Rame to reward him with his first career, career save, unbelievable. Last night, no Jerry's Familia because he wanted to get him two straight nights of, of back-to-back rest. So we saw Blevins for a batter. We saw Ramos for two, and that was that. Ramos got me nervous, came in, walked the first guy. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, yep. so, you know, you get you get a little nervous, but you've seen him push Jerry's a little bit, the five-out save, which we mentioned on Saturday. Uh, he's already got, what, six saves? Six, is. yeah. But, and we've seen Blevins a few times, but normally for one batter, not a whole inning. Guys optimize, like you said, pitching to the guys that Mickey thinks they can handle. Personally, I've been so impressed. I think it's just completely different. I think once we get into May here, and like I said, the weather breaks, you're going to start seeing those pitchers push. But look at Zach. Zach went seven last night, and that's a great job by him because then you got what? What was it? Uh, I forget who pitched the eighth. Oh. Robert Kesselman, yeah, yeah, who yeah, is yeah. all of a sudden a tattooed white Mariano Rivera. <laughs> um, and then, like I said, the ninth inning setup we got. So I've been really impressed. I understand the concern, but I do ultimately think that Mickey and Dave Island have a long-term plan on I that. I hope so. I mean, you know, is it just, I don't want to see these guys get burnt you know, early on in the sure. season. And, you know, but has Noah I mean, seen the seventh inning? Noah hasn't seen the seventh inning yet. I know, I yeah, think. he hasn't hit his stride yet. You know, you know. You know that's going to change. I don't think change. Jacob has either. I think no, that the best is yet to come from both those guys. Absolutely. And that those are our horses, you know. Yep. Um, call the show if you want. 631-388-5195. Share the show on Facebook. Retweet on Twitter if you're watching on Periscope. We are going to give away some really cool stuff. Thanks to the Mets towards the end of the program. Hey, speaking here. of one of our horses... One of them is try- is contemplating getting that mane trimmed, and that's what <laughs> Stephanie from Tom's River wants to talk about. What's up, Steph? Hey, what's up? What's, what's going on? Mets? Nothing much. Um, I just want to ask you guys, because I know it was a topic of conversation this past week, um, do you think Noah Syndergaard should cut his hair? Not if Alyssa Rose has anything to say about it, right? Uh, she she posted on our blog about it, and she was she's ready to lose it. You know what? I I don't follow the the comics and stuff like that, but I guess he cut his hair. Who, Thor, the Thor. actual the, Thor yeah, cuts well, his hair. Yeah, in the, but right. I, I think that there's so much personally wrapped up in endorsements and things with Noah Syndergaard and having this long hair that I don't see it happening anytime soon. I know yesterday he put up a poll on his own Twitter account saying, right. um, you know, should I cut my hair? And I think he alluded to it the night before that it's it's bothering him a little bit. While he's pitching. I don't know if he could put it up in a ponytail or a man bun while That's he's playing, it. but I don't really think he's going to be cutting it anytime soon. I think it's just something to talk about on the, on social media. Yeah. But uh, what do you think, Stephanie? You think he's going to cut it or it's just lip service? You know, personally, and I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with me, but I think he should cut it. Okay. Um, but then I, I laughed at DeGrom the other night because there was a gif yeah, yeah, and yeah. it looked like he was trying to fix his hair Gals while that still up. having the long hair. So I think Noah would have that same problem. That's it. Um, but honestly, as long as he's pitching well, I don't care about the hair. But, but let me ask you, uh, do you think it's for him not cutting it? Do you think more of a reason or you want him to cut it or not cut it? You said, yeah. You want him to cut it. Uh, for I, for yes, looks? I, I want him to cut it. I just want to see what he looks like. <laughs> okay. All right. That's well, fair. Well, well, we have a blog. Did, we have a blog I was going to say, up. back over in the offseason, uh, Tim Fitzpatrick did a blog when, post. When DeGrom cut his hair, like, well, what if Noah does What too? if Noah did too? And Darren did some amazing photoshops <laughs> on that. And, and Tim. Yeah. So you got to check it out. As like Guile, he looked pretty good. He did. He did. Thanks for calling, <laughs> Stephanie.
Okay, no problem. Thanks, guys. All right. I want to say it's so nice to hear a girl's voice call. Yeah, no, I right. love it. You know what? Some people kind of get on him with the hair because they say, like, he is, he seems like he's getting a receding hairline or he's balding in the front. But, you know, I, I mean, I have the problem myself, so I understand his pain. But, uh, you know, wearing a hat every day probably doesn't, doesn't help. But Is that an urban legend, though? It can't be, because the way I rock my hat, it's always, like, right here, and yeah. that's the spot. Like, I have, like, eight strands of hair left, like, in this little yeah. square here. Uh, I might have to hit the laser, but uh, anyway... I, I don't think he's cutting his hair anytime soon. I think it's just something to talk about. I don't know, man. As Whoever runs his Twitter, like, like if Steph- he runs it or whatever. Like Stephanie said, as long as he's winning ball games, I could not care less what he looks like. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about the roster. Uh, there are some shakeups here. Unfortunately, Travis Darno looks like he might be out for the season. But something happened a couple of days ago, and I instantly texted you because uh, we saw it all over social media. And I was like, hey, do you want to take the reins on this to, to talk about Nimmo being sent? to uh, Vegas. So why don't you tell the peeps that maybe haven't seen or heard about that yet? Well, to your point about the bullpen, uh, they needed a fresh arm for to start off this series after the 12 inning game against the Nationals. Uh, So they called up Corey uh, Oswalt, I should say. I'm so used to saying Oswalt because of Roy. Uh, Corey Oswalt for a day. um, He ended up warming up but didn't end up getting in the game. And uh, they sent him back down when they needed Zach Wheeler to come back up. So they needed a roster move, and it was Brandon Nimmo. Tim Fitzpatrick and I were G-chatting about this, and I said it's probably going to be a position player. And I didn't want to put it out in the universe, but I knew it was probably going to be Nimmo. Because, so it wasn't shocking to me, because if you look at where they are, Ligaris is hitting. We get three at-bats this weekend. You're like, yeah. it kind of just makes sense. Keep him fresh. Keep him out there swinging yeah, every day. Yeah, he's got to get, get played appearances. He's got to swing the bat. He's got to stay tuned up. And let's face it, Adrian Gonzalez. I mean, there's no sense in moving Jay Bruce to first base. Where I I advocated that forever, right? Jay Bruce should play first base. The only thing is, is that Adrian Gonzalez is really good defensively. Well, not only has Adrian Gonzalez been good defensively, he's been great offensively. So there's no reason to do that. Conforto's back, you know, uh, and Lagares is hitting. That's the big thing. Lagares is hitting. And, you know, if he hits right now, I think, you know, coming into when they sent Nimmo down, I think Ligaris was at like 389, right? If he's going to hit, then Ligaris can play against lefties. So it's hard. Where do you get Nimmo into that lineup? Ultimately, he's going to be an everyday player one day at the major league level. But for right now, until, you know, while they need the extra arm, it's fine. It's fine. It's not a big deal. So you obviously watched the game last night. Yes. And you saw Ploiecki get drilled. Yeah. So you're instantly thinking, oh, wow, we have no catcher. I said that because <laughs> uh, Tomas Nieto got brought up. But uh, last night, I mean, x-rays were negative. So we're hoping that it's just a bad bruise and maybe a little swelling. But he had a nice uh, he had a nice mark there I on bet. his hand when he got the first. But this girl, Kristen, I'm friends with or whatever I'm Twitter friends with. She wrote something like, no, that's not a black and blue. That's just a stamp from last night. We were out in the club in Miami. There like, you <laughs> go. It's, it's a, one but, of those uh, stamps, right? Yeah. Some very unfortunate news. For uh, for the Mets and obviously a guy that's been around for a while, you always want to have, you know, pulling for your guys, especially Travis Darno. He can't seem to stay healthy, mm-hmm. and this is just another unfortunate roadblock in his career. It looks like he might be out for the season. Yeah, you know, I'm a big Travis Darno guy. I've I, I saw this guy hit when he was a prospect with the Blue Jays. You know, this is how far back I go in seeing and knowing of Travis Darno, Mr. Apotaco. Yeah, he has been traded for two Cy Young Award winners uh, in his career. He, I still think, is a has a ton of potential, both in the bat and he, I think he frames pitches so well. Uh, such an underrated part of their run in through the postseason in 2015. Mets pitchers got a lot of strikes at the bottom of the zone because of Travis Darno's really good work on framing pitches. 
Um, you know what? This could be backbreaking for his career. It really could be because he's 29 years old. You know, he, if he gets Tommy John and maybe he comes back the end of next year. I mean, now we're talking about a catcher on the wrong side of 30 and can he throw? You know, right, we right, don't right. we don't know. I'm sure he probably can, right? We see pitchers come back from it. But it's maybe it's he'll be so better because, you know, a lot might, of people, maybe? you know, you know, you read the comments and people don't think of, you know, the guy's livelihood. But, you know, when they're when they're talking right. crap oh, about good. the team, and they're like, come well, on, he couldn't man. hit the side of a barn anyway. So, you know, who cares? Which of this course, is, is ridiculous. What did they say uh, addition by subtraction or something like that people are writing. But you know what it is? By like, the way, if you're writing that on social media, you really need to get a grip. <laughs> you really need to get a grip on your life. It's just FYI. Not here. Yeah, but people are passionate about the team. I get it. But we have a legend on the line. And. <laughs> I've, I've missed this man's ah. voice immensely. Mr. Poppy! Coach It's about time you picked me up. You guys are getting so damn popular, you can't get through the line. Well, you know, that's that's how that's it's just like my personal cell phone. It's always blowing up with the, with the oh many God. people who want to talk to me. Hey, Mr. Poppy, you know, uh, you can't see it right now unless you're watching, but you have your own graphic now on the screen here when you call. It is nice to know. It is nice. You gave me some recognition. We always give you recognition, Pop. So what's going on, man? I, it's been hours since I've talked to you. What's happening? <laughs> well, the first thing I want to tell you is I think the show is great. You guys are really doing a good job. Um, I like the idea of giving the Mets a standing ovation when they come back tomorrow. I think that's a great idea. I, I think that we should show these fans, the fans should show this team how much we feel about them and how much we love them um, through every opportunity that we can to make them feel loved. Well, speaking of love, let me ask you a question because you were hard on Mickey Calloway's predecessor, uh, Terry Collins. What do you feel about Mickey? What do you th- feel about the skip who's got him off to a 10-1 start? I cannot say one bad word about him. He's Look doing a very, very good job. Uh, he's not conventional, right. uh, and I like that because I don't think I'm conventional either. But You've never been <laughs> accused of that, no. <laughs> but I think he's doing an excellent job. There are some things that he's done over the last, uh, I would say, four or five games that have surprised me. But not only did they surprise me, they surprised me that they worked so well. See? So and, there you go. Uh, I, I think this team loves him. I think this team loves the way he's, he's uh, taking the manager's job over and doing the job. And everybody is flipping over how he manages the bullpen. That was one of Terry's really bad, bad parts uh, of his, his managing. Yep. Let me ask you, Poppy, how far are you from Miami? Pardon me? How far are you from Miami? Well, like three hours, Pop, right? About a three-hour ride, yeah. All right, well, listen, we're going to be down there on August 11th. You're going to come cheer with the Seven Line Army or what? I'll put <laughs> you on my shoulders. We'll, we'll walk down the stands, and, you know, you can wave to the, all your adoring fans. You send a car to pick me up and drive you to Miami. I'll go. All right. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> all right, Pop, thanks for calling, man. I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Oh, you're going to cut me off again. Yes, sir. You got things <laughs> to do. My grandson, this is the, the person that I've taken care of when he was a baby. Loved him, bathed him, changed him, and he cuts me off. I got a format, okay? I got to stick to my format here. We only got so much time. Even grandfatherly love is on a time-allocated budget. I love okay, okay. him. Darren, tell him what he can do with the format. I All will. Right. I will. You know what? <laughs> Thanks, Pop. Love you. All right. Love you, too. Take care, guys. See you, Pop. Right. Good job. All right. Thanks, man. My grandfather. 
be incomparable. I Coach love it. Poppy. I that love made me it. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> I just like him here in Poppy because I just think of my Poppy as well. Big Mets fan. That's kind of why. Uh, a lot of people in my family were, you know, became yeah. fans from my and, you know, Isn't it great? That it's, it's one of those things that it's passed down from generation to generation. You know, the reason my grandfather was a Mets fan is because the Giants moved to San Francisco. My father, you know, married into that family and was a massive Mets fan uh, because he got captivated by the 1969 Mets when he was 12 years old. And, and now, you know, me and then I'm passing down to my son. And it's the same thing on your side. It's, it's, it's just that's what makes baseball my great. My poppy. Man. Not to just completely go off the script no, no. here, but uh, Meister Brown in hand, yeah. a jar of planters, peanuts, and the game. Yeah. And the peanuts were actually kept like underneath the like the, the the coffee table. Okay, and it was like constant. He lived in Flushing on Main Street, so he could like walk to the you know walk to the game if yeah. he wanted to. Game was always on if he was at my house for any kind of function. Game was always on the radio. And then my dad's father, who you probably know, people mm-hmm. that watch at home probably know as well, ran the press uh, press gate for security at, yeah. at Shea Stadium. So uh, it's in the blood, you know. It is in the blood. That's it's just that's what makes baseball better, truthfully, than any other sport. And I think a lot of people have similar stories. You know, the reason yeah. I, I was I was trying to really like poop on the Nationals fans because, to their credit. No one could say I'm a lifelong Nationals fan unless you're pretty young. So, you know, Mm -hmm. for guys like us and fans that might be watching this at home, the reason why a lot of us become fans of this team is because of our roots and our family and stuff like that. So unless you were a diehard Expos fan and you just happen to want to adopt the Nationals and stay, you know, a lifelong fan, there aren't as much... Uh, as many fans in other fan bases that are somewhat new look that, can, how, that can claim what we can claim. You're 100% right. Look how strong, and, and you mentioned Montreal. Look at every time they go back there for exhibition games and they sell Olympic Stadium out, right? I mean, look how entrenched uh, the, you know teams can be in a certain community. And when you said about the Nationals, it's true. We get on them a lot. Because it's, it's a rivalry. It's, it's fun, a rivalry, you know? but they have less than two decades in that city. You know, they have a kind of a checkered. Every team that's been there has moved <laughs> subsequently. And uh, we have to tell you a great stat about that. So it's it's just very interesting. What I was going to think of is Chris Creamer, who runs sportslogos.net, which is a fantastic resource, by the way. He was one of your followers of the week last year. Yes, yes. He had a great little stat, right? Bartolo Colon. Mm-hmm has played for every franchise that has moved from Washington, okay? <laughs> so he's played for the Twins, the Rangers. Uh, who's the other one? Uh, what, why am I missing it? Whatever. And So all three franchises that have moved from Washington to uh, other cities and has obviously pitched in Washington, right, obviously, right, right, right. has never played for Washington. Hey, you know what? He's still young. That's that's right. He's a young whippersnapper. He can still get a year with the Nationals, I'm sure. Maybe next season. But I'm going to talk a little bit about my love for the green screen really quick yes, because I've been kind of going crazy. You guys, next have, been you guys intimately have no involved. idea. <laughs> so first I started with this little Nat sweep thing, which is obviously not green screen. But I got a little crazy the other day. I wanted to uh, partake in the, uh, the old salt and pepper craze here <laughs> and uh, put myself in front of that har- horrific sculpture there. But last night, uh, this one went up, which I think is maybe my personal favorite. I've, uh, you know, my, my 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 favorite piece of work I've probably ever done. It's actually uh, pretty cool. Sweeping, the fireworks. You know what? It, the only photo I could find of the Marlins uh, dugout was when they were doing some kind of like race car. Like if you look at the oh, field, it's like yeah. a track. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of going crazy next door here. I bought That's green cool. paint, made, made my own little green screen there, and uh, I'm having a really fun time with it. So. Oh wait, can I just say something? We didn't sure. talk about this, sure. right? I think okay. people okay. No, I think people <laughs> should know this just in case they're tempted to buy something elsewhere. 
Do you have any? Oh, the salt and pepper shirt? We're getting hit Any, up constantly uh, in the loop. You, you know what? I don't want to poop on Frazier's. That's cool. Like he's, cool. Sell, he's selling through, uh, I think cool it's design. the MLBPA website, I think. It's yeah, called like 500, 500 level, something. Yeah. So it's got some kind of connection to the PA, which is cool. Um, we do have something in the works. Obviously, our approvals might be a little bit slower than Todd Frazier's. Um, but yeah, it's something completely different from his. And if it gets approved, obviously, we'll, we'll show it off on so the show. So there you go. So if you're saving for that one <laughs> salt and pepper related Met shirt, <laughs> well, we no, got it doesn't say in, salt in and pepper have how about that? It doesn't no, say salt and pepper. It does but, not. Uh, yeah, I got something in the works. If it gets approved by um, the powers that be anytime soon, we will have it in uh, on our website and probably at the ballpark as well for the at the kiosk. Uh, give us a call. Uh, the, f- the phones are open now that Poppy is off the air. 631-388-5195. Also, share the show right now if you're watching on Facebook. Retweet if you're watching on Twitter. And we will be giving away these nice prizes. Thank you to the Mets for sending it. Friday night's free shirt Friday. DeGrom and Sunday's uh, glove, uh, you know, glove giveaway from them as well for the Sunday giveaway at the ballpark. So do that now and call us if you want to be part of the show. But let's talk about the Fireball 5. Yes. Which uh, finally had a turn through the uh, rotation for the first time ever. You know what? It's exciting. And But what I was thinking when I was watching Zach Wheeler mow down the Marlins last night wasn't really about the Fireball 5. I'm very happy for him. I'm oh I'm elated for him you know Zach and you go way back with the brand you know what oh five six years and personally I remember I was literally doing a Mets blog radio hit on the way to pick up my tux for my wedding the day that Carlos Beltran was traded for Zach Wheeler so I'm, I have some uh, career invested in uh, the acquisition of Zach Wheeler myself so I'm I'm a huge Zach Wheeler supporter and fan. I wasn't really necessarily thinking about the five aces. All I was thinking about was, wow, each guy, when they get their opportunity on this team, just steps up and gets it done. It does not matter who it is, how they want it to. Look at Seth Lugo, who is going to be the fifth starter the night, the day that we were at City Field for our New Balance event. He was supposed to go to the mound as a starter that night. Got snowed out. He might not start another game in his whole career because he's been so impressive out of the bullpen. Robert Gesellman, again, you can't say it enough, but Zach Wheeler, man, last night, he came in, he threw strikes, he just got it done and gave them a very, like you said, valuable long oh, yeah. outing. Seven innings was was much needed. Um, Have you almost forgot about day. Vargas? Yeah, you know what? It does. It does feel like that. I saw a Mets blog put up a post, what happens, right? Um, what happens to Jason Vargas? Guess what? Six-man rotation? That's not happening. And it's not, and Mickey said probably not. Um, so what I think, you know, I think somebody's going to end up in the bullpen and the look, you're not going to go through a whole season and only use five starting pitchers. It happens all the time, especially the way this team is going to has promised they're going to use the 10 day DL to their advantage. They have eight guys that were starting pitchers right now. Yeah. You know, and that's fine. Once he comes back, that's good. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just get Jason Vargas healthy. More quality arms means more depth. And look at that bench last night. Came through and got them a win. And more depth means more wins for the New York Mets. All right, so we got uh, we got Pete in Queens. What's up, Pete? Hey, what's going on? What's up, Pete? It's a question. Where did you get that Mets shirt is the first question. Which one? Oh, the one I'm wearing? Yeah, I think it's sick. This is a thrift store special. I got it like 15 years ago. It's probably 10 years older than that. So oh, it's, it's that a... thing is awesome. I was thinking you were making it, and it was going to come out soon. I'm like, I love those big bubble letters. Uh, you know what? Maybe we should. <laughs> yeah, that's it, Pete. You might have just sparked Go an for idea. It, man. It's, it's a sick one. <laughs> so do you guys think that um, we're going to eventually have to make a move 
for a catcher? And would you make a move like a Nimmo? Like, do you think you'd give someone like that up? And or do you think we should just ride out Nitto and and see what we can do until we get to uh, the half at least? You know. I was saying last night maybe they just tell uh, Real Muto to pack his bags and come home with them. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking the same thing. Well, you know what? That's the pipe dream. I wouldn't right? trade a Nimmo. I mean, I think at this point, I think it would be cash. I don't want to give up these guys. Hey, uh, honestly, if you're going to get JT uh, JT Real Muto, uh, I mean, it's just all right. Thanks, Pete. You're going to thanks, Pete, and thanks for the call. You're going to give up a lot. They wanted Victor Robles from the Nationals and then some, who's the best prospect in baseball. Uh, maybe second. They didn't want to give up Nimmo for McCutcheon, and you know I don't think they're. I don't think Nimmo should be on the block at all. I wouldn't give up Nimmo. Uh, I think he's way too valuable to the future of this franchise. Uh, the way he gets on base, and I think you know ultimately Jay Bruce might end up moving to first base long term. You know, toward the end of that three year contract. Um, you know what? Catcher is going to be just fine. Kevin Plawecki is getting on base. And give him a lot of credit because he's hitting right in front of the pitcher every single night. Did and you hear what Mickey said last what? night? He What's said that? he's not worried about his bat at all. He's uh, like, get that out of your head. Don't worry about your offense. Catch I want, like that, man. But, but that's what Mickey said. Don't worry about it. Just just do your thing, work with the pitching, and everything else will just kind of happen. And personally, I'm not worried about Kevin Ploiecki at all because while his average isn't great, his OBP is right around 400. So he's getting on base. Uh, I think he's handling the staff well. You know he's going to catch Noah every night. And look, it, it doesn't actually bother me, Tomas uh, Nito, uh, as the backup catcher right now. He's a stud defensively. And, you know, every once in a while you throw a guy in there that you just can't run on. They've been controlling the running game much better this year. I've been really impressed with that. Uh, you throw a catcher back there that you can't run on, that could be a game changer, So you know, once or twice a week. Or, obviously, if Travis is going to have to go on the 60-day DL, you could call up Jose Lobatone, who we've seen get big hit after big hit after big hit when he was with the Nationals against the Mets. So, you know, he's very uh, serviceable as a backup catcher. So, I don't think they have to move. I really don't think they have to move on catcher. I think they're totally fine where they are, in my personal opinion. All right, so we do got to do a little housekeeping here. Tomorrow... Uh, Friday, April 13th at noon, if you're listening to this afterwards. Um, noon Eastern, Mets.com slash the Seven Line Army. Our next outing goes up. Can you believe we are now sold out until July 24th? Awesome. Uh, not even April 24th yet, and we're sold out until July. So Mets vs. Padres, Tuesday, July 24th at the ballpark. 60 bucks includes the Seven Line Army 2018 jersey. We have 317 tickets available. And if you need ADA seats, that is an option on the website. So just click that and you will get to select those seats. Um, I'm not, not exactly sure how quickly they're going to sell, but definitely set yourself up with a reminder. If you're listening afterwards, shoot over to Mets.com slash the 7 Line Army. If they are not sold out yet, um, you should definitely come and sit with us. There you go. Some other little housekeeping we got here. Uh, Saturday. It is finally going to be nice, and I am very, very excited about the tailgate party. I know Mr. Cass has the uh, has a beautiful spread on he deck. He sure does. And uh, I think uh, what he said was a lot of people actually have been chipping in. So well, he I ha- sent him my money. He has actually real quick. I think he said he actually has too much money for this one, which is a great, great reason or great thing to happen uh, when you're trying to collect for all this uh, this nice uh, food. But he is obviously going to push it towards the next tailgate party. So uh, tailgate with us. This Saturday, April 14th, the MTA lot. If you just go to the7line.com, click the blog, and uh, scroll down, there is a map. So you can't really miss where you got to go. And uh, come out there and hang out with us. It's always going to be a fun time with the 7 Army before we head in for the game. But guess what time it is, Mr. Ernie? It's time to play America's favorite game show. It's called What's in the Box, and it's brought to you by Clear. All right, so... 
Beating the lines at both the airport and the ballpark has never been easier with Clear, who is now partnered with nine Major League Baseball teams, including the first place New York Mets. Look, uh, Saturday, fireworks night, all right? There are going to be a lot of people out at the ballpark. So if you want your Shake Shack, if you want your whatever, sweet waffle chicken thingy, whatever, <laughs> you're going to want to beat security, and there's no faster way to do it than to sign up for the new Clear Ballpark membership. Plus, make air travel frictionless and hassle-free by using the promo code 7LINEARMY and receive three free months of an airport membership. Sign up today with the promo code 7LINEARMY at clearme.com. That's clearme.com. Com. Eli is on the line to play What's in the Box. What's up, Eli? I'm so excited that I got through to you guys. <laughs> All right, take it easy. We don't have we don't have royalties for Jesse Spano. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm dancing in my car because I, I can imagine the music that's supposed to be playing right now. It is, it is quite a sight to behold. <laughs> we will keep that mental image in our head forever, Eli. <laughs> Pick, uh, let's say one, two, or three. We'll do them like this. One, two, or three. Go ahead. Um, okay, before I say the number, I just want to say you guys are really, really awesome at these interviews. I really enjoy them. I appreciate Very it. insightful. It's, it's like, you know, the fan's perspective of asking, you know, the professionals, you know, what we're thinking, what we're, you know. I really appreciate the guys. Um, and for my number, I'm going to go with number three. Three, Okay. Alright, let's see what he's got. Tell him what he's wondering. <laughs> I think it's probably a hat. It is a hat. It is. Oh, oh. Fitted. little throwback. What size fitted do you wear, Eli? Uh, seven and a quarter. All right, well, this is seven and three, so it's going to be a little bit big, but you know what? Sweating it a little bit, it'll shrink right up. Or just gain some weight or something. Oh, it's big, you said. Yeah, a little big, a little big. So, All right, you know, so seven and three, it's good. It's like, <laughs> or gain a, weight, whatever. size up. Yeah, don't listen to Darren. Uh, hang on, uh, Lizzie, do you have his information, or you got to yeah. need to take it? Hang on, Lizzie, you'll get your information. We'll send that right out to you. Thanks, Eli. Thank you for playing America's favorite game show, What's in the Box, presented by our friends at Clear. You know what? I haven't been dancing a lot lately. Yeah. I don't know why I'm not really, I don't know. I've I, I got to work on some new moves, maybe. I think I kind of used them all up already. That's okay. You're doing the <laughs> dice thing a lot. What movie is that from? For, uh, For the Old Virgin? Up. Oh, Knocked, knocked up, up. Knocked Up. Yeah, it's like the only funny thing in that movie. No, that whole movie's great. That movie is terrible. Really? Yeah, man. I had to like, force myself to laugh at it. I don't really agree with like, you on that one. Like, like it, it hurt a little bit. No, All right. I, I don't know if we have, we don't have time for another call here, but we are going to do our share contest. So if you haven't done that yet, you got like a second. Click retweet if you're watching on Twitter. Click share if you're watching on Facebook, and uh, you will be the winner of this week's contest. Thanks to the Mets. Um, let's show that off again really quick. Yeah. I like this one a lot. It kind of looks like Run DMC. The Grand for Free Shirt Friday. Look at the. I like. Look at the. Wait. So what did you? This was the share contest. Or this is the retweet. This is retweet. This All right. Is so. Retweet. So what I like is this is presented. By very no way Jake's fifty eight. I love Jake's fifty eight, which is right that right off uh, right by us on the LIE here, which is fitting because it's for Jake Degrom. So I like that. I like a little little synergy. Mets, we're we're on the same page with this. Kind Kelly of and I were there a couple days ago, and we actually we hit pretty well. And then we were like, all right, let's get out of here yeah. uh, before we blow it all. So did you pick anyone? You got anything going for over Twitter, there for Twitter for the Twitter? Let's see. Oh no, wait, you're doing Twitter. I'll do Twitter. Oh no, I'll do Twitter. Wait, didn't you just do Twitter? Uh, I didn't do it yet. Oh, I'll do Twitter. No, Lizzie I'm will doing do Facebook. Facebook. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let's hey, check this there out. There were like 296 retweets. When yeah, I pretty so, good. So. You know what it is? Last week, we didn't have that many. It was like 45 because I forgot to tell people to it do was, it. It was high. <laughs> it was uh, high All right. So just tell me when to stop. All right. Stop. All right. No way. Who? 
Oh, I don't even know this guy. I thought it was uh, someone else. Uh, Michael O'Brien. At Michael Mike O'Brien. underscore zero B, if you want to write that down for me. At what is it? At Mike underscore zero B. Okay. Michael O'Brien. Michael O'Brien right. gets the Jacob DeGrom free shirt Friday. So there All you right. go. All right, and Lizzie, I'll DM. tell you. Did you already pick? Or did no. You, right, don't look and just uh, look right, away. Ready? Tell me stop. Carlos Gonzalez. All right, so who gets Oh, Gonzalez. and he's wearing our, our jersey and a Washington shirt and a Subway. Oh, Carlos he... gets the glove? Yeah. yeah. So, Carlos, I hope you have a, a little one or some or a little one that you're close to, maybe a nephew, a niece, or whatever that you can give that glove to. Awesome. Uh, Mike, you got the Jake DeGrom right free now. shirt Friday coming out. If you want this Jacob DeGrom shirt yourself, you can get out to City Field tomorrow. For the very first free shirt Friday, there's a big the year. discount too. I think like they did like the percentage per 56%. strikeout, fifty six percent, fifty six percent off select tickets. Nice. So awesome. check out right, uh, Mets.com and check that out. So another episode in the books. If you're listening afterwards, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all that good stuff. Maybe hit us with a subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends. If you're more of a visual person, we are now live every week on Periscope and Facebook. 6 p.m. Eastern, Facebook.com slash The Seven Line, and also at The Seven Line on Twitter. We also have a social media handle for the show. It's at Orange Blue Thing. Follow us. Give us some suggestions and, and things to talk about for the following week's episode. Um, another fun episode in the books, yeah. and we will see you guys next week. If you're going to come out to the game on Saturday, be nice and early, and uh, we'll be tailgating and hopefully watching the Mets with another big victory at the ballpark. So Thanks. thank you guys. Thanks to our sponsors at Zip Chair and Clear. We will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Peace.